0: Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode 15. It's just not 14. Girl, you know, at this point, yeah. <laughs> it's 15. It's 15. Yeah, yeah it's 15, 15, 15. Right? Yeah, okay. 15. <laughs> Welcome to episode 15 of the Tutu's podcast. Mm-hmm. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are Tutu's. Tutu. That was really nice. That was cute. That was cute. It's been last week's one. We to, because we forgot to say our names. But uh, we have a guest here with us. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Um, I am Phil Samba. Ooh. Samba. When I said to my friend, oh Phil's coming on, he said, oh Phil Samba. Where? Just just, really? yeah. <laughs> just Just a celebrity out here. Yeah. <laughs> that happens often, you know. Yeah, really? yeah. It's weird. Celeb. Celeb. Wow. <laughs> so tell us like what you do and stuff.
1: Okay, so um, I'm a social activist and a writer. Um, I focus a lot around, um, I guess, social justice to some extent, but mostly around uh, health, uh, sexual health and HIV. Um, I advocate for PrEP, and I talk a lot about kind of what it's like being in London, being black, African... Etc., mm. etc., yeah. Et
0: yeah. yeah, things that we need, yeah. You know, I didn't know about prep until I followed you, really. Yeah, a lot of people have said that, yeah. Mm. yeah. I still quite don't know what mm. it entails, like fully, but okay. we'll get to know. We're gonna anyway. know by the end of this episode, yeah, so we will know by the mm-hmm. end, cool. okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll start off a game. So, we're gonna do Snog Mariana avoids. but this time, <laughs> <laughs> this time it's gonna be UK musicians only.
1: I'm really mm. bad With UK musicians uh, Me it's too it, If they're new Really like If you go Like you know I feel like Everyone's a musician now mm-hmm. Like back in the day It was just like There was like a Set uh, 10 50 Cent
0: Yeah Everyone's there But
1: like nowadays It's just yeah. like With um, SoundCloud And with YouTube anyone Everyone Yeah there's
0: a lot of, mm-hmm. But what kind of music Do you like Um, I like R&B is it like old R&B Like 90s 2000? I like old school R&B But I also
1: like The kind of Experimental mm-hmm. stuff
0: Oh okay yeah. mm-hmm. I like like The B2K era I'm yeah. stuck in the era <laughs> <laughs> Day Same. 26 Same. I'm still there Same. I do like the new stuff Though but yeah mm-hmm. The Daniel Caesars And the Her and- Yeah yeah yeah, like yeah but I feel like
1: There's a lot of Great R&B That's out at the moment But there's a lot of Awful Okay oh wow! Really, which one's awful? I'm not saying any names.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair. But yes, okay. Still in the void. Okay, it's I go first. Mm-hmm. My three Who's it for? We're gonna do three men. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna do three men. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Okay, UK musicians. We're gonna go with Mr. Strange. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mr. Strange. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know he is a gay rapper Rapper. Mm-hmm. he went he recently went viral um then we can have ooh, what's his name again joanna what's his name again oh my afro b <laughs> afro b <laughs> and one more i'm gonna go with jamie J-M-E Oh yeah, yeah. I, was, I forgot what he looks like Jamie oh, yeah. No I've, I'm changing that Why? I'm changing Jamie Because mm. we just kept her last time mm. and They're brothers mm. So let's get out of the family a little bit Oh Are going to pick Jamie? I was, was going to marry him Yeah no, He's, he's yeah, fine Yeah he is He's, he's fine. fine Okay instead I'm going to go with Oh no I don't really know Gunling Russ I don't even know who he, who he looks like Russ Gunling Gunling, Gunling. He's oh, like. got, uh, got um, single plats Okay let's just stick with Jamie Do you yeah, know what let's let's just... with... Chipmunk How about chipmunk Yeah that's fine Just go for chipmunk Okay um, Do you guys know what chipmunk looks like Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just I'm trying to think Because I have to avoid someone I don't want to get too excited at okay. the beginning <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> Yeah that's what always happens you know <laughs> You're yes, yeah, <laughs> like about... oh wait <laughs> oh, mm. I, said, I just said chipmunk Afro B And Mr
1: Strange mm. mm-hmm. I would snog Mr. Strange, mm-hmm. I would marry Jamie, mm-hmm. and I would avoid aphobia.
0: So why would you, why wouldn't you marry Mr. Strange? He's already gay. <laughs> <laughs> that, excuse me, that doesn't mean a damn thing. It's true. Like, <laughs> it's true. This in this game,
1: it's like an alternative universe. Okay.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Okay, okay. It's true. Okay. Yeah.
1: You've got, point. <laughs> You've got a point. No, but um, I've known of Jamie for. Since I was what thirteen, fourteen, yeah. like, he's been in it for ages. And yeah. like, um, I think he's he's not just like good at what he does, but he's really intelligent. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. really attractive. Mm-hmm. To
0: me. He's really intelligent. Mm-hmm. How about you? We still pick the guys as well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah we we still for fun. <laughs> um, I would say I'm marrying Afro B because he's. Like I don't know, I just like I just like his energy. Okay. like he's really nice, mm-hmm. and he responds on Twitter as well. Yeah, like, he does. I remember when I yeah. got my African attire made, and he um, replied to it, I was like, "Oh, did you make it?" Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No, it wasn't me." Still, but like, mm-hmm. he was just like, "It was nice." It's nice. So yeah, he's he's a nice guy. And I'm gonna snog Jamie because he's a painting, and um, I don't really know his music. Is Boy But No? Yeah, Boy But No. That's the only one I know. I don't, I don't, is Boy But Is that even is a song? That song? I know it's their collective. Yeah, but, but I don't know I'm sure the song. That, that's a lyric in the song. Oh, do we really showing ourselves? You know, <laughs> we're really showing ourselves. But anyway. Wow. And um, <laughs> I'm avoiding. Who was the last one? Chipmunk. No, no. Hold on. Yeah, day. that was Chipmunk. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did Wait. I change it to Chipmunk? I changed it to Chipmunk, didn't I? I changed Jamie to Chipmunk. I didn't say Chipmunk. Oh no, yeah, no, There's no Chipmunk. God. Sorry. Who was no, no, no. I one? changed Jamie to Chipmunk. No, but you kept it. You kept it. You kept it. No, um, no, no. I changed Jamie to Chipmunk. I think you changed. I said it back. that they're brothers. You changed it back. You changed it back. Yeah. Yeah. did I? Okay, yeah, forget yeah, about I said Chipmunk. Yeah. chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the other one? Um, Mister Strange. Oh yeah. Oh, but I like Mr. he's sweet. But yeah, I'm avoiding him. He's sweet though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Do I Oh it? Yeah, let me let me do it might as well do it. <laughs> um, I'm marrying. I'm gonna marry Afro as well. Mm-hmm. Cause he's his beard looks very healthy. Oh, and his skin <laughs> looks lovely. <Yay. laughs> his skin looks nice. Mm-hmm. His teeth, I don't I don't know, but I think like when you get money, the He teeth... looks like that before though. His teeth. Yeah. He looks like veneers. It's not I don't I don't think it is veneers though, mm-hmm. but he just got veneer quality teeth. Mm-hmm. And then you got um what's the other one? I'm snogging Jamie. Mm-hmm. It's cause it's Jamie, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. School times, everyone's fancy him in school. Right? <laughs> and then um I'm gonna avoid Mr. Strange because I feel like he's very young. Mm. Feel, Mr. Strange, he looks about 19, nineteen, twenty. Mm. Yeah, he's, he seems such a sweetheart. Like such a sweetheart, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like I'd be too much for him. Yeah, that's yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should I go next? Mm-hmm. Okay. Craig David. Okay, then. Jay Huss. Oh, my God. Better boy. Well, I mean, Bernaboy's kind of English, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he lived here, in it, So he probably yeah. has, you know... He's probably British. No, wait. He no, he got, he got deported. That so he's is... not British. He's not British. That's not how it works. I live here. <laughs> is that... Well, that's how it should be. Um, What's this guy called? Oh. Damn, Damn it. I can't remember it's name The one that did um, With Darko Oh, uh One Aeson yeah. yeah Is he in the mix as well Yes That's, Isn't that four people then No I t- took um, Burner Boy out in it I don't know who that oh, okay it. okay You don't know who went Aeson <laughs> <speaking> 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 To the left now hey, 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 hey no pressure We'll stick with Burner Boy <laughs> Should we stick with Burner Boy Please Yeah Okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay you go first
1: Okay Um, I would Snog Craig David Can you feel me I was just
0: thinking yeah? that <laughs>
1: I would... Wait, wait. No, no, no. I would, I would snog Bernaboy Because mm-hmm. I feel like if I was to marry him, like, he would start wondering. He's got
0: you. Yeah. He's got yeah, you already. Very,
1: very literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'd marry Craig David. And who was the last one?
0: Um, who? Jay Haas? Jay House. yeah, Jay House. Yeah, I'd avoid him because... Re- of, oh, <laughs> you know His what? recent His comments. tweets. Tw- 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 <laughs> Do you know what Yeah okay Where did that come from He didn't mean it No one said No one said nothing Do you know what Yeah Jay Hossie. I think he's been Watching a lot of Hidden Colours And he's just Like Just repeating What people are saying Literally Mm. Just repeating What he's hearing on fucking hidden colors, mate, because I, it just came out of nowhere.
1: I know, but it was literally like every like the gays were just minding their business. And but that's like, usually do you know what? how it is. <laughs> he was like, do you know what?
0: Yeah.
1: And I was just like, why? Why did he need to say that? What did he with- say again? Like, it's a- he said something. He
0: basically said, "Ban chichi, man. Like this is wrong." Did he say that? No. But no, he, that's he, what he oh, basically no, but he he said. Was, he
1: was saying something along the lines of, um, "I don't agree with the lifestyle" or something like that. And don't force it on people. And don't basically. force it on people.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Obviously his album dropped yesterday and... Everybody will talk about it I ref- I, When I say I, I refuse what? Yeah. to listen I I, I really think there's a lot going on he's with J Huss I can't There's a lot going I feel like mentally there's a lot There might be a lot going on with J Hus. I mean he just came out Is I feel it? like that's why Everyone's that given a pass And listening to his music still And I don't think anyway. he knows what he. I don't think he really knew What he was saying That's what I think Because the, the way sure. that he's been tweeting mm-hmm. It's just madness It's just <sighs> Probably refi- refusing to do videos And he doesn't care about his new album That's just There's a lot going on with him So I'm going to give him a bly. Mm-hmm. for now so like, who are you going are you marrying him I'm still avoiding him okay <laughs> okay okay <laughs> don't get okay. interested I'm still avoiding him I am marrying um, no because Craig David no Craig David is a Tory so I am. Um, oh, yeah, he's a Tory wait wait yeah. wait I forgot who oh, is... did I feel <laughs> no I forgot, I forgot I forgot I'm sorry
1: I'm so Ooh, sorry David everyone Hill.
0: so I was <laughs> just I'm not snogging him I'm giving him like a peck like even if oh, that done. is it but yeah a peck um, Ooh, a handshake <laughs> right and um, I'm marrying Burn boy even though he's bad vibes okay but he's so talented i just feel like then i picked a really yeah. bad trio it was a bad selection it's a really bad selection mm-hmm. See, men are trash. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's a terrible selection but, but because i have to mm-hmm. okay who am i gonna marry i think i want to just marry craig david because he's rich you're it's gonna marry the Tory's. tory scum oh my god he's tory oh yeah that's what i'm saying it's I really i can't marry tory i really picked Who's the one trash? again? Burn a boy Okay Burn I'm going boy. to marry I'm going to marry I'm just going to be Burn a yeah, boy now yeah. I'm going to marry Burn a boy We're going to have Matching hair and it's gonna be great. <laughs> um, I've just got to go with Burn a boy Left <laughs> London is a step to the side <laughs> And then I'm going to avoid <sighs> Okay I'm going to avoid Craig David mm-hmm. I'm going from marrying To avoid it I'm going mm-hmm. to avoid Craig David Just because he's a Tory mm. And I'm going to Give J House a peck mm-hmm. The only reason why He beat Um, Craig David is because I saw him perform at Afro Nation and I understood why the girls fancy him because before that I was like he's not even good looking I was never like him Yeah, but But about him, I get it when I was informed Mm -hmm. I was like you know what yeah because I remember like a lot of girls were upset because he wasn't so ugly in it like ugly Mm -hmm. grandma or whatever but he knows he knows it's not because I feel like I feel like okay being how you judge how someone looks is very it's just very it's it's whatever man do you know what I mean it's just Mm -hmm. dumb but I feel like his aura, mm-hmm. his energy, yeah, yeah, I can see why. These yeah. are the kind of things that I find attractive mm-hmm. and I see why. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I, I get it. But he um, but has to be a peck because he's he's dumb. He's, he's moving mad, he's, he's moving out. He's not he's even been dumb, but he's in, homophobic. Yeah. He's moving mad in these streets.
1: So, yeah. yeah. So, j House is homophobic and... Um, <laughs>
0: We have a Tory. She fits to a homegirl <laughs> <laughs> Better boys, <is> bad vibes <laughs> Better boy, yeah I don't know. Anyway, he makes good music <laughs> Yeah, that's why I buried him Okay How about you three? You have three?
1: Oh <laughs> I, I wasn't planning one <laughs> Um,
0: no Okay we can leave it there Let's move on Let's move on <laughs> Yeah So I just wanted to know Like what kind of activism You do Like specifically mm. okay. and, and sort of How and who for
1: Okay so uh, I work for an organisation Called Prepster um, Prepster They educate and agitate For um, a drug called PrEP mm-hmm. uh, PrEP stands for Pre-exposure prophylaxis And it's a drug mm-hmm. you take Before and after sex That stops you From getting HIV mm. um, The work that I do Specifically is targeting that uh, queer men of colour in Mm -hmm. particular Mm -hmm. but at our organisation we do a lot of work for um, black African straight men women Mm -hmm. uh, sex workers migrants um, uh, trans men women um um you Latin- like you've got everyone covered yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not necessarily okay, and people from latino um communities mm. because uh they have they're like disproportionately disproportionately affected by h i v mm. and um they get forgo- forgotten a lot about so okay, yeah, uh the work that I do, I make campaigns um in campaigns, um I write like I said, I did um mm-hmm. I do discussion panels, I do things like this. <clears throat> I'm also I've done stuff with T V, radio, uh, etc. Et Music videos. <laughs> have
0: you, have you?
1: That's actually that yeah, um that's actually part of it though. Um, mm-hmm. Part of my activism is I guess honest visibility and representation. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of to show that Just because I'm black and gay Doesn't mean we all fit in one One particular box Mm. So I can't represent everyone But I'm trying to show the diversity amongst Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. Through all the stuff that I do
0: Mm -hmm. That's really cool How did you get into this type of work?
1: Um Mm. It's interesting I've always kind of been Interested in sexual health mm-hmm. Like since I remember I got my first test And then In the waiting room Like they had all the leaflets Yeah And I like pulled out Every leaflet mm-hmm. Oh wow just going through it. Mm-hmm. And I was like Years before I actually Got involved But I ended up being Like really knowledgeable About sexual health So mm-hmm. friends would come to me And be like I think I have this Or do I have symptoms Oh really How is So I was always kind of not, I don't know It's because I was not taught that stuff So mm-hmm. I had to teach myself and yeah, I went online yeah, And I did yeah. a lot of research And then Four years later, um, during <laughs> probably the worst mental health of my life, mm-hmm. um, I met, uh, my directors that my current the people that I work for now and, um, they were giving out condoms and in the, the condoms, they had like information about prep mm-hmm. and I knew about prep since maybe 2015 and this was 2017 at the time. This wow. was Black Pride 2017. Mm-hmm. And, um, in my head I just thought like, why don't we have it? Mm-hmm. If it works, mm-hmm. it's proven to work. Um, but people don't know about it. People don't know it works. People mm. don't trust it. People, and then I was yeah. like, I know that I kind of have like a very open and honest way of speaking and talking to people, and I'm quite like I don't really keep stuff to myself, yeah. and I could use that to help people. And it was kind of uh, it started off there. I went to a discussion panel that they did, and I thought this was interesting. And then um, I got invited to the first uh, Me Him Us campaign that we did, mm. and then I ended up developing and starring in it but it was during those meetings it was like i went to school with straight black men yeah and i now have gay black friends yeah so i kind of know the kind of both psyches and mm-hmm. how i could make something that would work for both of them and from there it just kind of built and then things started happening it's just mm. weird how it happened that's crazy
0: so you just had it like interested it, like when you was younger
1: Oh, well, yeah. And then I didn't really think anything mm. of it. And then it was years later when Mihima um, started. Mm-hmm. And then I was in the campaign and then I got, I brought friends into it. Wow. And then I started writing a lot around that. And then generally about consent and stereotypes mm-hmm. and racial fetishism and all this kind of stuff. And then I did a couple of discussion panels and then I got my first job. And mm-hmm. then it just built and built and built and built. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. You said something that stuck out to me. And, mm-hmm. and you said that you weren't taught about, you know, like sexual health. Yes. Like, cause I feel like a lot, like in the like black community might be some Asian community. Cause yeah. I'm not in the Asian community. So I wouldn't know, but like um, parents don't really talk to their kids about sexual health or even sex or being yeah. safe and what is out there. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're actually out there doing the work. Like, but I do really feel like it's like, Re- the responsibility of everyone To sort of like Tell kids Or tell young people Coming up like What is going on What is actually out there How you can Keep yourself safe And stuff like um, And it seems like You're like Doing the work Do you think that That there is a big gap With people not knowing Like about sexual health mm-hmm.
1: I think you have to think about Where do we learn about sex mm. So um, in school I was taught about All the mechanics of how um, A man and woman has sex mm-hmm they can yeah. have they can have a child mm-hmm. and blah 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 <laughs> but a lot of that all of it didn't really apply to me it was yeah. only, the only thing mm-hmm. they the only sexual health related thing was wear a condom mm mm-hmm. And that is it. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And even <laughs> if it was wear a condom, it was wear a condom because the girl will get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not really useful for me. But mm-hmm. um, but we, there, no, there was no talk about consent. Mm-hmm. There was no talk about relationships. Yep. There was no talk about, like, um, sexual assertiveness. Mm-hmm. There was no talks about STIs, HIV, none yeah. of that stuff. So... I think with uh, the sort of sex and relationship education stuff that's coming up, yeah, some of that will be covered, but th- like, if you're not taught that about sex and how are you gonna know about sexual health? You yeah, know? yeah. That's, that's,
0: that's really true. Yeah, I think like going off just what Nana asked you just now as well, I feel like a lot of people, even if they are like test positive or even if they have other ST, STIs as well, People find it hard to communicate with other people to say because we have this kind of like negative connotation around it. Mm-hmm. And like, so if what kind of advice would you give to people that maybe were positive, or maybe even to ask people, um, have they been? When was the last time they were tested as well? Because even just communicating with each other, like, okay, when was the last time we tested? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they are positive, but like, it's just to be a bit more extra safe. Mm-hmm. For some reason, everyone's scared to. Everyone's be extra scared safe. to even ask the question. Yeah, like, if so everyone, like, it's <laughs> if 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 a valid question. Someone, it should be okay to ask. When was the last time we got tested? I um, tested it before. Mm-hmm. Without feeling like you're you're offending them, or maybe them mm-hmm. feeling offended that like you've asked. So, what kind of things would you say around that? Would you say needs to be done to kind of like diminish that? Because I feel like it should be something that's just normal. Mm-hmm. Like- I think that
1: going going for like a HIV or uh, STI test should be as normal as going to the dentist. Yeah, because mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the end
0: of the day, you're being proactive about your own sexual mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. Even but- when you go to the clinic, there's this like weird, like awkwardness. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what you been up to? <laughs>
1: No, but even like if you said to your friend, "Oh, I'm going to the clinic," they're like, mm. "Yeah, yeah." Why,
0: like, even people like that are going um, to clinic. They'll go to a clinic out of the area, far away, so they don't bump into someone. <laughs> the first time I was a clinic, obviously I live in Hackney. I left my college and went to a clinic in Newham. Oh and like the journey home mm-hmm. from that hospital was like like more than an hour, <laughs> and the home of the hospital was just down the yeah, exactly. road. <laughs> it's right near you, but you don't want to go. So yeah, because there's such as like and the, sh- the mad thing is the reception. I knew the receptionist. <laughs> 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 to run back. I went that far and I knew the receptionist. Yeah, but mad. I think
1: it's just uh, uh, the stigma. So mm-hmm. that because there's so much stigma around sexual health because we've never really taught that mm. it's perfectly normal mm. to just go to a clinic and get tested. Yeah. And um, I guess yeah. the good thing about PrEP is that actually people are testing more now than ever. But then the shitty thing is that... Um, uh, the government is cutting uh, public health funding. So there's a lot less staff and there's a lot mm. less people being able to, mm. to... So it's it's difficult for clinics to keep up without the money or without the staff to be able to do that. I didn't know that. Yeah, but um, I think that... People are testing More often And more regular cause, And I think that's mm-hmm. important
0: Oh I, I'm going way off topic Um, The question Okay uh, <laughs> No but it's good to say That's go. fine okay. the, um, But, the, so but big, even Even what you just said Like people are testing More regular Because obviously we spoke I said, when it's In the DM that I sent to you I said that The um, stats were going down Yeah mm-hmm. people that are, p- are Testing positive Yeah I feel like because of your work Partially no, def- Partially Partially yeah, No because yeah. like, I don't I'm never going to I'm not going to take Full credit for it, it. But, never but take you're four, doing the no, work No because it's
1: It's a group effort I think um, you guys may see a lot of the stuff that I do, but there's a lot of people, a lot of different organizations, a lot of mm-hmm. people that go on outreach. And yeah. there's all sorts of people that we all do it collectively. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah, maybe yeah. my bit.
0: Your bit is what is is what what we we see. see, Yeah. So you said that the government are like obviously they're cutting back. How is that going to affect prep
1: and the work that you do? Well, it's really interesting though, actually, because now that statistics have shown that it's dropped by seventy one percent. Mad. And that doesn't include the whole of twenty nineteen, by the way. Oh. So we have to think of all the people that have started prep or treatment or um, Mm. have been tested since then. You know all of that stuff Mm -hmm. from last year. Mm -hmm. So. um it eventually, at some point this year, we have to have prep because you can't put twenty six thousand people on prep and then just remove it. Yeah, like yeah. it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. H- um, HIV will skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Sky- if it's gone down yeah. to seventy, it will go back up to two hundred. Yeah. yeah, but
0: they 50- was they, they were saying that in America, so the numbers haven't like it's probably getting worse, isn't it, in mm-hmm. America because they don't have what we have here. Well, they don't have a national
1: health service. but yeah. Also, mm-hmm. um, uh, prep can be really expensive in certain places in oh, in America. So, um, yeah. here. If you wanted to buy it online It's like £60 for three months worth So it's like £20 a bottle Which is pretty much nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people can't afford that even mm-hmm. um, But the The um in America there could be up to Like a grand For one
0: oh, yeah. I heard there was for a what? difference In um, for yeah, just the Yeah in price for
1: One month One thousand mm-hmm. pounds I think it's, it's have changed it that. since Yeah mm-hmm. Like and then Obviously if there's People don't have insurance Then people Then
0: you know That you is go, crazy you know, it's completely. There must be a lot this of people this is people's Not health. insurance But I feel yeah. like there's, there's a lot of, Do you know what Someone someone brought something up To my attention They were like um, In America Like people That like, women date guys That have babies And like mm-hmm. It's because You have to buy condoms Like all of these things You have to pay for So um. they've got Kids, like yeah, by yeah. what 1920, <laughs> yeah. they have a few kids. Oh, like, you came for free with some kids, exactly. cool. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? They have to take it how it is, but yeah, like, but it's like, different. Surely
1: there. a child is more expensive than a condom, like, you know I, I know, 100%. but it's just like
0: they don't have the money at the time, so when, yeah, you know, just gradually struggle and strive when that child comes. Like, do you know what I mean? That like, is crazy. I remember that, okay, so. The first time, I didn't know it was called prep, Mm -hmm. but like um, a family member was dating someone that was positive Mm -hmm. and um, that this family member didn't know until like maybe a year and a half into them seeing each other. And then the girl eventually had to tell him and um, she was trying to explain that her count was low, she's and undetected. she's undetected. Yeah, she's yeah. undetected, and she's gonna live a life like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And um, but his his thing about continuing the relationship, but he didn't understand how he won't contract it by staying with her.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Should probably explain that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: um, so people that are living with HIV on um, effective HIV treatment uh, can't pass on the virus and they can live just as long as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, what it does is the, the treatment, which is kind of similar to the drugs that, that we use in PrEP, it kind of reduces the HIV to such a low level that it becomes, um, a, it, it reduces your viral load um, to an undetectable level, mm-hmm. which means that the, the amount of HIV HIV in your blood is so low that you physically you can't, can't pass it on you
0: can't transmit so it so if they on. do a test mm. would it,
1: be ne- it would be negative some
0: actually some yeah could, this person
1: she said she used to do her test and it mm-hmm. was negative you do a test yeah. and it'll come back negative because wow. the, the amount of the trace of uh, HIV in the blood is so low that it doesn't even pick up mm. anything mm. so um, so it's actually nothing to be
0: scared of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's actually nothing yeah. to be scared of but then people are really scared and it obviously it's the stigma because I mean like even like back in the day when it first came out the 80s and they thought it, they called it um what's it Grid, a gay gay
1: immune, yeah. Immune, oh, I can't say that word. Immune. Grid yeah, and grid, grid, <laughs>
0: grid. Disease. The grids. Um, disease. They, yeah, they said it was like a you know obviously a gay man's disease. And then they, and they realized a, that
1: straight people could get it too.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And yeah, so it's it's like there's just so much attached to it mm-hmm. and so much shame as well. Because I watched a YouTube um video and the, uh, there was a girl who dated some guy and he passed it on to her she didn't know for like a year or whatever she went to the doctor because she wasn't feeling well um the test came back positive and she she told him and he was like okay no it's fine we'll stay together whatever he didn't tell her that he passed it on to her a family member told her that oh didn't you know he's had it since birth he was born with it and she was like what and she asked him he said oh he doesn't like talking about it it's because of the stigma I feel like It's because of the stigma It's no. shame like even, Yeah but it's, yeah. it's
1: not just this. This stigma is one mm-hmm. thing But the other thing is um, It's a lack of awareness Or education mm. So people still think that HIV is what it was In the 80s and mm-hmm. the 90s Because mm-hmm. they don't know That we have treatment mm-hmm. But then um, The U equals U As in um, Undetectable means uh, Equals um, untransmittable mm-hmm. That's only been out For like the last Five or six years Right
0: so, Yeah it's within that time so That so, this so happens So it's like yeah. This mm-hmm. is
1: where we're trying To like tell everyone It's not just about about prep but it's also about treatment mm-hmm. it's also about testing mm-hmm. so yeah it, it's it's kind of brand new to a lot of people mm-hmm. so when you mm-hmm. tell people they're like no I mean, they don't yeah. believe it yeah. Like, yeah
0: they don't believe it because um obviously this person that was positive her stepfather didn't have it because she, she was born of it through her mum yeah and her um, stepdad didn't have it and her siblings also didn't have it mm-hmm. so like okay so, so my family member was so confused at like, how did this happen Um,
1: (laughs) Do you know Actually PrEP started from um, I guess The treatment they'd give To HIV positive mothers So that they wouldn't Mm. Pass it on to their kids Oh,
0: That's how they They
1: thought That they would be able To make PrEP Basically for people That um, I guess You know aren't pregnant Or Mm. yeah Yeah, That's where it started Mm. It's also been around For a long time Yeah But it's only now It's being That others can use it as well From around 2003 I think that's when Approximately 2003 Don't quote me
0: Yeah um, (laughs)
1: That um, it's been applied to like uh, HIV positive mothers So Mm. yeah
0: yeah, I would have said it would have been around that time That she gave birth Yeah So I wanted to ask like what the process is If um, somebody has had unprotected sex um, What what advice would you give them? What's the steps? What's the process of like getting PrEP? Like you know how do you get Um, it? Do you know about PEP? No
1: Okay, so um, PrEP is pre-exposure prophylaxis profle- mm-hmm. But um, PEP is post-exposure prophylaxis Okay So if someone, um, let's say if someone uh, is at risk of HIV mm-hmm. They go to a sexual health clinic or if it's the weekend, the a and They can get PEP, which is uh, 28 days of it's kind of like it's similar to prep, but it's more it's stronger. Mm-hmm. So you take it for twenty eight days, and um, it can stop you from um, getting HIV. Wow. So um, the other thing to think about is that PEP and prep, HIV will still go into your body, mm-hmm. but it's just the drugs stop it from taking hold. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's a wow. piece of information that. So a lot is people... it there? It's there forever. No, 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 no. It's, there. it's just the, it, the people it gets rid of it. Of gets the the rid
0: before. That is so That is crazy isn't it Do you know that? how Medicine has just like Advanced Like because I mean, yeah. like, when Obviously I watched polls And that's how I got Into Interested it. in like You know HIV I started reading a lot And stuff And mm-hmm. even the history of it Where it came from Because obviously people were like Oh it's a gay man's disease But no it came from animals And whatever it was spread um, But like Even watching that show I, the, the characters who did have HIV They were reluctant to Take the medication.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, I think it was um, AZT. That mm-hmm. was the that was the very first uh, HIV drug that was available at the time, mm-hmm. and that was making people even worse at the time. Right. Some uh. people were like not taking anything and like surviving. Mm-hmm. Some people were taking. AZT and it was it was working Working. for them and some people were just a bit on the fence and or some were doing a bit of both Mm -hmm. so at the time in the the early 90s that was all that was available yeah so it's only I think from around 96 is where the drugs got a lot safer Mm -hmm. and then um, over the years they have gotten safer and safer and safer and safer Mm -hmm. to the point where now it's just uh, if you're living with HIV it's literally one pill a day Some people still have two pills a day Mm on a certain, and then you have to get the right blend for what works with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Mate, I'm
0: just seeing, seeing <laughs> medicine, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, just I just looked at both of you, and you're just like, <laughs> <"Wow."> <laughs> no, because like we had no idea, and I, I feel like, especially <clears throat> as lesbians, maybe we've kind of shut ourselves off mm. to knowing the information. But it's really important to like to know because even like this person that I know that's positive, she's like she dates women as well, even though the family member that she was dating was a guy, and um. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like we still need to know mm-hmm. these things. Yeah, I think
1: I think it's extremely important. And um, some research came out uh, through uh, the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, mm-hmm. and. Um, basically it showed that with uh, black queer men in particular, mm-hmm. they a part of, of, one of the reasons why they're not accessing it or being vocal about it is because they feel judged by their friends. So yeah. it's really important for us to be able to have open and honest conversations with our friends about the sex that we want, mm-hmm. about the sex that we're having mm. and about what we want, I guess. And mm-hmm. if, if without that, it's kind of hindering other people accessing things yeah. that can be beneficial for them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Prep isn't for everyone, but you, you have to admit that it could help a lot of people. Why is it for everyone? Well, some people prefer to use condoms and only condoms. And oh, okay, bag, yeah, yeah, That's that fair enough. For, yeah. mm-hmm. But um, some people, they may be inconsistent with condoms. Some people mm-hmm. just don't want to use condoms. And I think that's just as valid mm-hmm. to do uh, There's still potential risk of STIs and everything, but it's up to the individual person mm-hmm. and the situation. Mm-hmm. So PrEP is strictly just for HIV? Um, yes. It also, um, it, it can't... I need to... I'm um, going to check this. <laughs> Get our go, Google
0: out yeah, just just get, Confirm
1: you know No cause I don't want to be Putting out any of the
0: wrong information Yeah yeah No I'll show you But while you're checking that Like I just think it's mad like How you just It's one pill like, it's So people, there's been There's no cases <laughs> I can't get over it so There's no cases of somebody Being on treatment And transmitting it
1: um, that only happens if they're not adhering. The same as if oh, if, if someone's not them. taking uh, prep, mm-hmm. then they can get HIV from not taking it properly.
0: Mm, right. So right now, prep is not available on the NHS for free?
1: Um, the only way it's available at the moment is uh, through the, the IMPACT trial. Mm-hmm. So the IMPACT trial originally started off for 10,000 people. Um, as soon as they opened the, the, the trial, like mm-hmm. the, the spaces for men who have sex with men were like that. They went
0: done. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We were waiting. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Did you know? And then um,
1: they ex- extended it by uh, uh, 3,000, so it ended up being 13,000, mm. and then they doubled it. Um, at the moment, I think there's s- around 700 women trans women and straight women that are mm-hmm. on the trial mm-hmm. um, But yeah I think I saw a woman in one of
0: the posters which one? on one of the prep posters maybe I'll, Maybe it wasn't a woman. possibly I'm not sure yeah, I feel like an older lady anyway sometimes you hate HIV mm-hmm. oh, I saw oh, an older um, lady yeah yeah I, I think I know her yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I know her actually oh okay yeah, I think it's good to also highlight that because like, obviously, as I said, like people thought that you know, um, HIV/AIDS was like a gay man's thing, but it's mm-hmm. also it's just it's easier to catch when you have anal sex. So that goes for straight couples as well. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think people need to because there's a lot of stigma in gay men, but it's not just gay men who can mm-hmm. you know.
1: It's just it kind of uh, we're affected by it more mm. because of the, the type of sex that, that we you have. have yeah. yeah, but it's, it still can be. Um, it can be. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> transmitted. It can just be transmitted yeah. through vaginal sex mm. as well. Yes,
0: yes, yeah, yes. Oh, it can be. Yeah, 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 yeah. It can, it can, it
1: um, can. I found the thing, which was basically uh, the drugs in prep also suppress um, Hep B virus.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. can I ask? Because I don't, like, I've read about hepatitis and, like, what like what is the difference? Because I read there was, like, I don't know if I'm getting this right, but there was, like, some crisis back in the day where people were given blood and it was infected blood. Um, I can't remember when it was, but, like, I, what is the difference between the hepatitis? Do you know? Um, I'm not... I'm, you don't know, well, I know sure, what right? the HIV Yeah, because I know that the... Like yeah, hepatitis or hepatitis H B S K H I V. It's okay. something that you have. Yeah, but it's something that is like a virus yeah, that okay. you have forever. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, you can get
1: vaccinated for them as well. Oh, okay. That's another piece of information.
0: No, because I me- I remember when um they were doing those and my mom's boyfriend was like, oh um it's only for people that are having sex. Mm. Um and she's like why is she getting it because it's only people that have it. Ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that's that's what you were talking about earlier about uh-huh. how in the black community um we don't talk about sex, mm-hmm. that, stuff like that yeah I was definitely having sex babe. my child is <laughs> my child is not having sex yeah like, and there's also this thing particularly around um, black communities where it's like okay so um, we want you to, to go to university mm-hmm. and graduate and by the time you graduate you need to be married but we're not talking the about in-between. sex exactly mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's a,
0: definitely like an in between stage you go from, like, from, from how can you go from school and then you're married <laughs> after like that's, that's you how it want that's, and they mean.
1: don't talk to you about how any of that happens but it's, you're supposed to figure that
0: out uh, you know what? I really think that like, our generation is going to ch- sort of change things. Our
1: generation is going to transform mm-hmm. everything. Um, yeah. I think mental, like, poor mental health ends with this generation. Like, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. that yeah, we're not bullshit.
0: doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not, anymore. we're not passing it on to our generation. Mm-hmm. So our children and stuff. Yeah. Like, and I feel like a lot of, especially in African cultures and maybe Caribbean cultures, like, men, I don't think they're cared for enough. Mm. Like, growing up, they're like, oh, you know, with the stereotypes and oh, the God. gender roles or be a man up, don't cry and all of this stuff. And do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think enough is, like, done for mm. boys, black boys. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like guys grow up, they've got this hyper-masculinity, toxic masculinity and really just don't know how to express themselves. Oof. And, like, I just find it really, really mad. And mm. I'm just hoping, like, I just want to have boys. Like, I want to have some boys yeah. so I can... Like guide okay. them, like do you know what I mean? Like bring up some good men. have you these things huh? as a man, as a black man? Oh God, have
1: you? Yeah, cause it's it's kind of mad because uh, there's so many stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, being a black man, you have to live up to this stereotype of um, you're this hyper masculine, aggressive mm-hmm. type archetype mm-hmm. and I never felt like I fit into that Right, I never felt like I was overly masculine or overly feminine mm-hmm. I just felt like I was more in the middle maybe more on the masculine mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. and I, I could never like I, I liked grand music at the time when I was a teenager mm-hmm. but <laughs> I, I never went to go spit bars. I just thought that's not Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt like that's what the thing was back yeah. in like 2004 or 5. That's what you need to do. And I, yeah. I didn't do that stuff. And you have to think there's culture. So I'm from Sierra Leone um, in West Africa. And then there's pressure of what they expect a man to be.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
1: pressure from um, growing up in a, a Christian home. Mm-hmm. There's pressure from society of what I'm supposed to be. That's and then a there's pressure. the pressure from the friends yeah. around me of what I'm supposed to be. Everywhere so you turn. Then... <laughs> Throwing Being gay on that
0: oh. <laughs> wow. The icing on the top <laughs> Yeah and It's it, it
1: really difficult It was really difficult Growing up In East London um, Going to a Catholic school And wow. having all black friends mm-hmm. But I don't know I think My mum taught me Like unhealthy coping mechanisms Of how to deal with pain <laughs> And anxiety So I think yeah. that just Helped me Get through <laughs> it To yeah, be honest yeah. But yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough. And um, I was really lucky because I was really passing in school and no one clocked me. So Mm. I never got bullied for that. Mm And um, I know a lot of people that did. So I skipped that part. Mm -hmm. But then keeping it in, Messed me yeah, up. You yeah, know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, different kinds of trauma. But I think it's also extremely important that uh, we, black men, have therapy. Mm-hmm. I always push for therapy. I always like tell my friends, and I've gotten friends into therapy, and I always post about mm-hmm. therapy because it's that's another thing that's highly stigmatized.
0: Yeah. yeah. I've, yeah. I've noticed that a lot of guys say, um, you know, what's the point of talking or like t- like talking about how you feel, expressing yourself if there are no solutions? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like men love solutions. Yeah, like when they the, want to when know how to handle yeah, it. Yeah, how to handle like, it. What <laughs> do I do? Exactly, like mm. when their female friends come to them with a problem, they're like, okay, you do, you do this. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they just want someone to listen. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. men know, Men though, you know, they just come with solutions. Like yeah. how have you um sort of dealt with that? Because obviously you was, you was, was um, socialised in that way To be this mm-hmm. guy, guy Do you know what I mean? Like, So how have you um, like Stepped away from This hyper-masculinity And seeking out therapy And talking to people And expressing yourself? Okay, um, I think it kind of
1: started at, In a weird way at age 12 yeah. So I remember There was a point in year 8 Where I was like Okay I remember having a conversation With myself and thinking I need to decide If I want to be like everyone else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like do that whole masculine thing. Well, not necessarily that exact fault, but be like everyone else and mm-hmm. be into grand music and do this and do that. Or I just make decisions for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that helped me massively mm-hmm. because that kind of... Because that was the beginning of, let's say, puberty. So then that kind of directed where the rest of my mm-hmm. stuff went. As for therapy... I did the typical thing that black men does, which is I only went into therapy at like breaking point, mm. which is what I would like to avoid for a lot of other black men because yeah. um, we tend to only go into therapy if it's like through the courts or mm. through the police or if we get sectioned, and mm. um, we Take extreme points we yeah. brush off like a lot of our trauma or a lot of our problems, mm-hmm. and we don't actually speak to we don't we think oh I don't need that or why would I have to go to therapy? There's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. me, but you don't realise how messed up you are until you start therapy or yeah. how like things in your childhood really severely affected mm-hmm. you. Like, seriously, like, oof. I I knew my childhood had an effect on me, but mm. I didn't realise the extent until mm. I started therapy. And I wouldn't be able to do what I do mm-hmm. if I didn't have therapy. But like, honestly. Mm.
0: Where, how would you advise someone to seek therapy? Like, where would you tell them to look? Oh, it's really difficult at the moment. Yeah. Um,
1: I would say try to get on the waiting list on the NHS. If that's the first thing you should do, just try to get on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing is guaranteed with that. There's ma- I know friends that have been waiting for months and months and months, but um, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, It's really hard to find... Um, queer therapist of colour
0: mm-hmm.
1: I That's found so it. hard man
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I,
1: was, <laughs> I was really lucky I got a unicorn um <laughs> My my therapist is a black gay man. I think in his forties. That's a niche boy. That really is niche. yeah, mm. and it's just perfect. Like he just got me. Like I didn't have to explain things about mm-hmm. my race or anything like that, no. or explain anything about mm-hmm. my sexuality. He understood the intersection of that. Yeah, and there's also there's some organizations out there that focus on maybe they, they, there's some that have the sexuality thing. Mm-hmm. So there uh, would be queer therapists, mm-hmm. and then there's some that have uh, I guess people of color as therapists, but mm-hmm. like that connection is
0: Mm. you know yeah it's a bit hard it's rare yeah, it's it very is. rare because even when you just look for like just black therapists full stop mm-hmm. it's quite hard like they might be too far from weight stop this is not the convenient thing. for you and it's yeah. expensive, expensive. Yeah. as well yeah. Yeah. therapy is expensive it is but, you know that yeah. 50 pound an hour it got the hour goes it got, that 50 pounds finished oh, quickly oh <laughs> my god <laughs> I, like, I was in therapy like um, last year the beginning of last year and I just like got like, oh, this 50 pound and, like, <laughs> I feel like that hour just goes by so quickly but you're right it is hard There, there is that um, website, the network b a a t n Mm -hmm. um, dot org, where they have like you know people of color therapists. Mm -hmm. I think Um, there's,
1: there's one other that a friend was telling me about.
0: mm. And um, but it's hard to find a black female queer therapist, like all of that. I mean, I was looking for one once, and I think I found one. It was for like, like specifically for what I needed. But they were found one, Mm -hmm. and they were like. They weren't in fifty pounds an hour, there was like hundred twenty an hour. And I was like and the things you have to spend money on things that are not like tangible. Mm. And it's like I can't see your money going. (laughs) (laughs) It's like £120 for an hour and but you feel it mentally. Better. Oh God, yes. And it, I, I mean, it's, that's much better than any pair of shoes. I was just about to say, your, your, yeah. your mental health is the most important thing. Like when you think about it, mm-hmm. like this is the thing that, you you know, helps you wake up in the morning, like your brain, like yeah. your, your, you know, your essentially your brain. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, and everything sort of affects, your mind has to be like in the right space mm-hmm. because it affects you. Like, I know people who are so down, who can't even get up you know, from the bed in the morning. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's that mad. You can't even go outside. So yeah. it is important that we look after our mental health. Mm. Um, but sometimes it's just like, it's just really, I think we've got a kind of okay in in comparison to like America where you have to have like insurance. insurance mm, you know, yeah. I mean, but it's still not the best. But is yeah, a thousand. But <laughs> 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 so
1: what can you do? What? You're not over there. No, no, no,
0: no I heard that there was like a price,
1: mm. like, John. I'm not sure if that's the price now, but I know mm-hmm. that, that it has been that price. It should have never past. been that price. It should, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. it should never have been that but price. But then that comes down to um, pharmaceutical greed.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: People want to make money because mm-hmm. it's people's livelihood and mm-hmm. their yeah. life so they're going to make money off that.
0: But they're Come on, like, that's just greed. It's, yeah. That's it, pharma greed. I used to work in um, I used to work in hospital, making medicine, like, many moons ago. And... <laughs> you've moons. had bare jobs, <laughs> I've you. had so many jobs. <laughs> I've worked in every industry, you can in think of. And, like... I really didn't last there very long. I think it lasted like two, three months, and then I used to make something called minoxidil. Yeah, I used for your used so that used for use my your hair. hair for hair growth. Mm-hmm. Like, and I didn't know till the other day that trans men use it, like for to get their beards. Oh, and I didn't know that, and I was like, oh, and it's so expensive. Mm. So if I knew, I would have got the recipe. the so so they take tea, but sometimes it doesn't work for them. <laughs> I'm not sure we need that's what we need a trans person to come to. We well. do need the transfer because I'm not sure like how it goes but I feel like um like some people use it before they use tea mm-hmm. and it comes that they mm-hmm. get like a little like a little when, fuzz. You know when I was using it even on my edges, yeah, I was getting a bit. Yeah, yeah. Getting a beard, Right. Yeah, (laughs) like it does. It does that minoxidil, because we used to make it for like cancer patients, Mm. and then um, and we also used to sell it to like other hospitals, Mm. other NHS um, groups. And I remember like the actual ingredient to make minoxidil. Most of minoxidil is water. Boiled water. (laughs) Like, I would say, like, (laughs) a good 90% of the ingredients is water. I paid, paid like, almost £200 for three months' worth. Yeah, it's quite expensive. But the actual... And the powder that is actually monoxidil is Mm. extremely strong. Mm. When I say we put in, like, I used to make... Maybe I used to put maybe two gallons of water and, like, two teaspoons of monoxidil and boil it up. And I would make like 200 bottles from that mm, mm. wow yeah and because it's and it, that one bottle would be going for something like 90 pounds or something Jeez. it's quite expensive but mm. if I knew that because these, these pharmaceutical companies are making money They're making a lot of money if I knew that I'd be I would have been stealing it for this trans men <laughs> 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 like it's, it's it's really difficult, like like we said. But anyway, that's another episode. <laughs> yeah, that's another <laughs> that's a whole another episode. You said you had a um. Oh, it was the same one as yours. Oh, it was the same <laughs> one, like, Yeah, I think that's the probably the only that was the one. The b a a t n dot org. Yeah, that's network. the only one. That's literally the only one. Because I remember, when, like, I was going through it. Like everybody was just sending me this one b a a t n. Mm. Like this, we need. <laughs> Fairy black fairy piece, please make some more, yeah. I think
1: I know I know a few people that are studying. So I think oh, also mm-hmm. with our generation we'll mm-hmm. be a lot more black yeah. therapists out there.
0: Yeah, man. I feel like a lot of um, gay people need therapy mm-hmm. because we all need therapy. Yeah, we if all you need are therapy. Queer, we all mm-hmm. need you therapy. You need therapy. If you're yeah. black and queer, you definitely need yeah, therapy. You need that therapy. is that because a lot of the obviously I know a lot of gay people like just because I'm in the community, mm-hmm. but like a lot of people have like actual severe mental health problems. We all do. Yeah, like severe.
1: Like, so, um, if you think about it, like all the queer people you know have either some form of depression, yep, or anxiety, yep. Mm-hmm. or OCD, yep, or Something All of them there's, there's some, yep. mm-hmm. All of them, mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. Some, In some sort of way Or, another, mm-hmm. or they distract themselves From their mm-hmm. problems Because they don't know have to do With their things yeah. So we all need therapy Get therapy
0: Get therapy And get prepped <laughs> 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 Yeah No that's that's so true And get tested <laughs> Yeah man Oh yeah I'm gonna get tested Do you know what I bought a, I sh- I sh- This is really like shameful But I bought a box You know that Um the box you can get sent to your house. Mm-hmm. It's been sitting in my house for a year. Oh, me too. I didn't take the self test, um mine's been sitting in what well, mine's been sitting in my house for almost a year, mm-hmm. but I have I went to a clinic like two months ago. Oh did you? Yeah, before the new year I went yeah. to a clinic. You know. I'm in a stable relationship, but that doesn't mean anything. No, I'm in a stable relationship, but I went still, to clinic still. She went as well.
1: Um, like that is a misconception. Uh, yeah. a lot of we we saw a lot of um, cases of HIV can come from
0: Stable like this relationship. Oh, absolutely, we was talking. Me and Rosie were talking about that uh, today. Yeah, about people stepping out on their partners. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It's mad because my my friend was telling me the other day about um one of her clients who. She tested positive, but she was married for 20 years and she didn't know. She's like, I've never cheated. Like, I don't know where it's come from. So she was thinking that maybe it was from a needle somewhere that she didn't know about, or maybe she, was, she even thought when she was to get her eyebrows threaded <laughs> and it came from the thread on the eyebrow. Bless She's just thinking all this stuff, yeah and then um so she didn't know how she was gonna tell her husband basically and then she asked somebody else to ask the husband mm. and that person knew her husband so the husband was like she was like oh he's always had it like he's had it for years and then she was like obviously she was like what like we've been married for 20 years what do you mean it's like yeah like he's known he was known back in the day because he used to spread it like on purpose oh my god! yeah so then um So yeah, obviously she's going through that. She needs therapy now, boy, because she's going through Mm. that. But um, but yeah, like again, it was just it was just the whole he felt shame, and but there was also a bit of like. um, he felt like he he had he contracted it, and he needed to give it to everyone else. Because it's not fair. Cause, like cause it's not fair that he had it. Bitter else, basically, yeah, he felt a bit bitter. Yeah, but then
1: that kind of comes from the stigma. Mm. Yeah. Because it's not well. It wouldn't have been. I don't know when the time this was, but mm-hmm. generally, it's not a thing that. Although they're now um, undetectable means untransmittable, mm-hmm. um, living with HIV has never been an, something that has been accepted widely up yeah. until now. So mm-hmm. I can I understand that, but I don't think that's what you did was right.
0: No, it, it, was, it was 20 years ago, because she, but this is a recent client that she's got that told her recently, mm-hmm. but like it's like all the, all the stuff that um, I know about it now, I've definitely <laughs> my chair's going down, I don't know why. <laughs> 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 uh, that is jokes, but yeah all the stuff that I have like know about HIV now, because I think there was a time where maybe I was scared mm-hmm. or I was um, fearful of the virus or just I feel like when you're ignorant about things mm-hmm. you're scared of it yep. and you like you become you just say some really stupid things so I thought there was a so time that,
1: that's similar to like let's say if someone was um, homophobic yeah <laughs> it's the same because it's, it's something same. you
0: don't understand mm-hmm. yeah you're not it's the with. same so like before that so when I so through this person um, that's when I because I was I liked the person and I was quite close to them whatever so that's when I decided to educate myself and find out like <laughs> And she was no one to be scared of. And I was around mm-hmm. her all the time, even I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's like, I'm the, I wasn't going to catch it because I hugged her. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to catch it because she had a glass that was in my house. Like, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, was, I wasn't going to catch it for anything, just being around her kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it's like... Do you, know, I thought, do you know, it's fine. This is, it's just another thing that someone has to deal yeah. with. Mm. Like, it's nothing to be scared of at all. So I was really thankful for coming in contact with someone, like this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't thankful for their relationship, because she didn't tell him mm-hmm. from the start. Mm-hmm. But I was thankful that it happened, because it made me more weary yeah. and more, like, educated Educa- about it. Yeah, mm. to educate mm. yourself about that. That's really, nah. Mm-hmm. It, for me, it was pose, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Whichever way you get the information is fine. <laughs> but for me, it was pose and just, like just watching it and I just I just I don't know I got it may be like really I got really emotionally invested in these characters Oh gosh, yes. do you know what I mean like and awesome. you watched it as well you've watched yeah. it yeah <laughs> like it's just one of the best shows like and I'm so thankful for it because you know it made me go Man, she's re- almost every, every I'm just <laughs> I'm just in love with the show and I need it to come back I need the third season to come back already you know, it's, like. it's like
1: a very um like accurate kind of depiction of what it was like.
0: Mm. like it, was, mm-hmm. it was
1: almost like a lot of uh, queer men
0: that I know in their forties and fifties mm-hmm. struggled to watch it because of how wow. it they relate to it. Related? it? Yeah. yeah, it was really sad that, um, that when Billy Porter's character's boyfriend passed, mm. but he was and it was just like, well, there's another one. That's another one. Mm. That's another but one. But that's what it was like. Yeah, and I think
1: um, a big part, a big problem with um, sort of our generation. Uh, Guess the queer generation of... Um, we don't... A lot of us don't know what it was like for them. Yeah. I think Pose is a really good representation of how it was.
0: Mm-hmm. But... you um, would never understand.
1: Yeah. We would mm-hmm. never relate. Um, mm-hmm. So I watched, um, I watched a play called uh, The Inheritance. Mm-hmm. And it was... It, was talk, it, it touched up on HIV in parts. And then he um, there was this... I'm getting emotional even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a scene where um, one of the guys is talking about the epidemic. And he said, imagine your best friend... Mm-hmm no that person's died Mm -hmm. your second best friend that person's died third best friend and they said that's what it was like yeah. so people were just, just da- like dropping falling dead. Like, like like flies and the around. thing
0: is like for them as well like they were sort of ostracised from their family as well exactly like, mm. so that was their family those mm. f- friends around them were their family so everyone was exactly, just dropping which made dead. it worse and um, mm. a
1: lot of um, queer uh, older men are still living with trauma from that because mm. it was horrible it was a horrible time and you have to think people were diagnosed in the 90s that thought they were going to die are still here
0: mm. yeah. that messes with your head mm-hmm. yeah because they, they will probably thought I'm going to die tomorrow like, mm. and they still hate Today, that I, did, I didn't expect it this long. What am I doing? Here? And then the people before them, their friends and stuff yeah. that have, you know, perished because of. <sighs> so, this is the
1: first generation of uh, people living with HIV living into old age. Mm. That never used to happen.
0: Yeah, before. you know what? I'm feel I feel like I'm grateful that they went through, it, even though it was very unfortunate. But we wouldn't be so progressive today mm-hmm. if they hadn't gone through that, mm-hmm. and also um, we wouldn't even maybe have things like prep. Exactly. If, mm-hmm. Like if they didn't go through mm-hmm. it as well. And there's also so, there was
1: a lot of activism, frontline activism mm-hmm. on the ground, like riots and stuff like that to get medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that we need to look back on what happened before us and be more respectful to all the queer people because they went through it like, yeah. what we're doing now is nothing to what they This episode is homage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But yeah, we've been given the signal. Mm-hmm. So um, we need to wrap, wrap up this episode. But thank you so much, Mr. Samba. Thank you for having me. This That's was good. amazing. Yes. Fantastic. Giving us all the facts. You know, we, love a, we, love a fact. we love facts. <laughs> we love facts. <laughs> we love facts. We love facts. And if you listen to this podcast and you've never, like, looked into prep before, like, please do. Yeah. Um, They can't sign up anymore, can they? Can't be put.
1: Um, Well, uh, go basically go to your local clinic and see if there are spaces to get onto the impact trial.
0: Yeah, man, do that. Yeah, be safe. That's it yeah be safe get checked out regularly I don't know how we ended up doing he- mental health but yeah we move <laughs> get therapy if you need it <laughs> it's fine yeah bad but thanks guys uh, make sure you subscribe make sure you follow our Instagram and Twitter pages make sure you um, interact with our new content <laughs> and, that's, that's my content. New content content <laughs> and um, yeah thanks for everyone that supports us and we're gonna go on next week <laughs> bye peace